episode 503, No Left Track Podcast, uh, here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Acme Comedy Company to be exact. I am Justin Severson, who gets to host this each and every week. This week, I am joined by a fellow that was here almost, what was it, 365, 364, 366, something like that. Basically, a year to the day, practically. Same Nate week. Craig is here. Same, Same week. Same week. It's, uh, it's, it's Memorial Day tradition now. So then, yeah, like uh, going to the cabin and seeing Nate Craig at Acme is uh-huh. everybody's new memorial on the way up to the cabin tra- tradition. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. What uh, you grew up in Wisconsin, right? Yep, Madison. Where? What did? You, what was the Memorial Day tradition in your family? Oh my God! Was there one? I mean, uh, it's I the mean, official, unofficial, official, unofficial, unofficial, official start, start of, of the, the summer, summer for sure. Uh, and it always was, even though it didn't used to be nice necessarily. We we're just talking about that, like. Like the climate is totally changed in a way that specifically affects the month of May. It used to, yep. May was trash. I just remember May was trash. Not that it was p- worse than April, but your expectations had gone up because you got a couple seventy day seventy degree weekends, and then you'll get here with like a fifty that feels like twenty, and just yep. a, r- just a, it, and with the full po- cast capacity to drop down to thirty five and sleet, yes. you know, like in a f- on Memorial Day weekend. Like yep. I don't. I, I don't know if I can remember it snowing on Memorial Day weekend, but I remember it coming close, like just a garbage weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but June 1st, it was going to be summertime. Yeah. The, the weather was finally going to come around. But May, still a crapshoot. And school was about to end. Oh. Yeah. It was a good time. Great time. What Do you do you remember back? like B- uh, Big I'm, mistake coming to Minneapolis when the weather's like this, by the way. <laughs> because you've, I've start, I mean, I've, I start thinking about living here. I'm like, this is such a nice town. It's like going to Portland and getting like and getting like no clouds for a week. You're Has like, that ever happened? I always <laughs> usually get good weather when okay. I'm in Portland. I'm like, just just pretend like it's raining because that's what it is here. But like Minneapolis in the sun, like there's certain towns that just have you know undeniable weather f- uh, circumstances th- that if when you know that you have to deal with to live here. Sure. And when it's not, you know. Four degrees, it's a perfect place. Sure. When you're visiting and it's nice, you can easily be tricked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is uh this is a real this this weekend is a real hoodwinking. Yeah, try booking uh Valentine's week and then you'll uh, oh, then, then we'll ask know. you your opinion. Then you'll know. Yeah, then yeah. Th- then you, you might be thinking differently. So your family didn't have a cabin you went to or anything? I didn't. I had no family cabin. But we I know that was what everybody did Memorial Weekend. Yeah. You went to the cabin. There was a cabin. It was my um it belonged to my stepfather's stepfather. So Did you ever feel welcome? Oh yeah. No, <laughs> they, they were they were good people. Yeah. I know that sounds like that's that sounds like a where you go to get beaten in the dark, but <laughs> but it was uh it was I, I hated it. It was a beautiful it was called Blueberry Hill. And it was the worst place I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> the sun always shines. <laughs> the lake was full of it. <laughs> And he beat me. <laughs> he beat me, and he threw the fish parts at me. That <laughs> um, no, was awesome. But then they sold it. I don't know wh- why, because it was such a nice place. Well, somebody needed to make a lot of money. Yeah, I don't even know how much money they made. They sold it way before the value on those places went. You know, to where they towards where even towards where they are now. Sure, sure, sure. Which is anybody who's who's got a cottage up north now. I mean, that is just the, the ultimate. You just did the Wisconsin versus Minnesota thing, calling it a cottage versus a cabin. 
Oh, is that a I well I'll call I like to f- in those debates I like to piss off everybody. I I call it soda pop. Soda pop. Just to piss everybody off. It's not pop, it's not soda, it's soda pop. <laughs> and I'll call a cottage a cabin, I'll call a cabin a cottage. I think we could probably find out where the line is if we wanted to draw the line. What makes a cottage a cottage and what makes a cabin a cabin? Oh, I don't know. What are we talking about? Fireplace? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Electricity? I don't know. Huh. I'm not sure. Cabin's got electricity. Cottage has a fireplace. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Cottage seems maybe... It's, this is a good debate. Mm. There's uh, this is a debate for people smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My family had neither, so I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just visited. I just visited. Um, last week you kind of missed out. Last week, have you ever done a uh, headlining set where the MC and the feature were both named Nate? Because that was your. La- they all they were missing last week was you as a headliner named Nate. You would have had the, t- oh, the trifecta. Wow, how much money do we all win when that happens? <laughs> um, that's good. The, that that just means that the audience would would never be able to find us online. <laughs> I love Nate. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, was great. hilarious. That guy, that guy was great. Which w- the one the one the Nate guy. Um, and then who who headlined it? Was that the Sklars last yes. week? Yes. Oh, fun. Yes. They Murder they say time. hi. Hello, Jason. Hello, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Hey, um, what's up? I listened to an episode of their podcast that you were on recently. Dumb People Town. Yeah. It's so fun. Uh-huh. It's so fun and stupid with Dan. And, I mean, that that those guys are the best dudes in the business. And that podcast is so fun. Yeah, super fun. To do. Um, it's so fun to listen to. Check that one out. Yeah, um, super fun. Uh, last time you were here, you were uh, we talked uh, a bit about you were going to record a special. Yes. And I know from following you on YouTube and subscribing, which I recommend people do, that I got a push notification uh, last night or this morning, I don't remember, saying that the trailer for this brand new special that I looked for last week, I'm like, did I miss that it was already available and didn't see it? Then I figured out it wasn't available. Now it will be available when? May 30th. May 30th. A week from, well, next week, Tuesday. Tuesday after Memorial Day. Day after Memorial Day. Okay. May 30th. All Things Comedy YouTube channel. Okay. It's called, technically it's called Live at the Green Mill, uh, but the real title of the special is Top Gun 3. (laughs) And it's the reason why, well, I mean, Netflix, all the major streamers wanted to buy it, and none of them would let me call it Top Gun 3. So, you know. Disney presents. I said, I says, this is what I says. I says, hey, Netflix, suck my ass, pay your writers, Bill Burr said that, but I, but I agree with it, and we and we're going all things comedy, and technically calling it live at the Green Mill. But make no mistake, the real name of the special is Top Gun Three. Unofficially, Top Gun Three—that's the name. Congratulations! <laughs> so when you were here last year, you were talking about recording it. It was just like a week. It was the, I was going from Minneapolis to Chicago to from do here it to there at the Green Mill, which is I mean it's. If people don't know about it, it's a uh, like world, it's pretty world famous jazz club up in Chicago. It was founded in 1907. Um, it was, I mean, it's it's as Chicago as you could possibly get. Al Capone used to have to escape from the cops through a tunnel on the stage that I pr- shot this special on. Nobody's ever shot a special there. I can't believe I got to shoot it there. Um, Bill made it happen. All things comedy made it happen, and it's my. The team that shot it 
absolutely shot the shit out of it. It looks gorgeous. I'm so proud of it, and I don't know what to say. Uh, thank you for watching the trailer, and I hope people watch. I hope they dig it. Yeah, uh, I, I guarantee they're going to. I'm really looking forward to it. And that, uh, so you described a lot of it, uh, you know, how excited you were about this venue last year, and how the uh, how do I say this? The vibe. Just watching this trailer, that's a little over a minute long. Yeah, you it absolutely picks up the vibe of this place. Like oh, I feel you. like there's some good music in the background. It's yeah. just like y- you could feel that this is not like an ordinary no uh, special that are that are coming out every you know three days these days. No, the owner. I mean, first of all, he's the best. His name's J- Dave Jamillo, and he's just incredible, just a awesome, hilarious guy that like. I understood why nobody had shot there before because he kind of is hard to get to. And they have a show there on Saturday afternoons. It's called Paper Machete. I highly recommend it. I don't know of a better comedy show in America, period, anywhere. It's at 2.30 in the afternoon. They bill it as a live magazine. You know, the Green Mill is like the kind of place. It's a jazz bar, but like the Poetry Slam was founded at the Green Mill. Like this play, this show, the Paper Machete, they do like music and they do, they lean pretty heavy on the Chicago comedy scene. They also get headliners touring that come through. So they'll get anybody to do it. And it's just such an incredible spot. And people come out like it's in this neighborhood up north of Wrigleyville. So, like, kind of the, you know, your touristy kind of regional transplants that come that, you know, like you have here in Minneapolis, there's a place where, you know, frat boys go to buy their first condo you know what i mean and that's the neighborhood <laughs> you avoid like the fucking plague so that's wrigleyville and maybe the neighborhood north of there but a couple neighborhoods north of that is uptown in chicago which is like kind of the last neighborhood to be gentrified and it was like you know still kind of gnarly up up until recent recently and the green mill is just right there and and awesome and it's always been awesome and it's still like but my point is it's still like a neighborhood vibe and like there's no phones like people come there it's like you know it's people who this is a christopher titus line but people who read and drink you know that's my (laughs) it's my favorite audience you know and like they're they're just the best and i i did the show and like i i was able was able to do shit that i would never really do at a club it's just kind of like a conceptual kind of you know just a I'm going to release it as a single after the album's already out okay. and after the special goes, but there will be a prologue t- to uh, Live at the Green Mill called Live at the Paper Machete. And, like, it's just, you just, you can hear it in the, you know, the shit that they're laughing at is just like, oh, these people are here. They're ready for anything. Yeah. Like, they're not, you don't have to walk them up to anything. They're going to, their imaginations are ahead of, way ahead of you. So, like, like pl- you better, f- you know, do some wild shit. <laughs> That's what they're there for. And, and that, as soon as I did that show, I was like, oh, my God, is there any way to get this place to shoot this? Because everybody, he's like, nobody's ever shot there. I think one person had recorded an album there. And, like, so, you know, I, I back-channeled and I got the, the number for, because I figured the best way to go was to have Bill's company, to have All Things Comedy. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't say it's his company, but, you know, have All Things Comedy call on my behalf, and maybe he'd be more receptive. And... And they they finally got through to them, and, and they hit me back. They were like, we can't – it's too expensive. And I was like, well, wha- that's not a no. What's what's too expensive? And they were like, it's too expensive. And it was, uh, you know, it was kind of like, I dare you to shoot here, money. Like, it was like 50 grand or something like that. And I was like, okay, that's too expensive. <laughs> and – but I had gotten them the number, so I was just like – I was just like, well, I'll just try it myself. I just want to see 
you know, this is a not this is not how you do things. This is a, it violates all protocol. But let me call this guy because I really really want this place. Yeah. You know, this would be this would be a big deal. I got a big opportunity to shoot with, you know, all things. Yeah. Hell yeah. And to have you know, so let me take one more shot at it. And I call the guy and he answers his phone, and I'm just like, hey, I just want to let you know how much reverence I have for your venue because I went there. I mean. I had gone there right when I moved to Chicago. It was one of the first places I went to. Yeah. I'd heard, I had knew about it. And I was like, I've been coming here for years, and I just want to let you know, Paper Machete is one of the best shows I, I've ever seen. Your producers are doing an incredible job. Um, and, you know, I just want to let you know, if nothing else, I understand if, if we can't do this at your spot, but I, I just want to let you know how awesome your space is to me. And he was just like, yeah, and no, I can't, uh, you know, I can't just do, you know, I got people booked all the way through next year, and I just couldn't, you know, I just can't, you know, you guys want like a Saturday in the fall, and I, I don't know, and I'm just like, no, 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 I, I mean, I would do it on an off night, but, um, you know, I, I understand if you can't, and he goes, oh, you're the guy, and I was like, yeah, it, it's, I, there, it would be my special, they're shooting my special, he goes, oh, you're the guy, well, okay, man. I mean, I you know I could do an off night for you. I could probably do like a Sunday or for like ten, twelve grand or something like that. And I was like, could you do a, could you do a Wednesday? And he's like, I don't see why not. I said, could you do June first? It was like three weeks away. He was like, I just got to tell my guys not to come in. And I was like, done. Book it. And we booked it. And then he was like, the whole t- after as soon as we booked it, as soon as you know all things and that that got done, he was just like, what do you want? And he was like, do you want like an organ play? Do you want like a greasy jazz? He goes, do you want a, do you want music? And I was like, yeah. What do you got? He was like, you want like a like jazz organ? I was like, yeah. He's like, you like the greasy shit? And I was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I got you. And he had his the Chris Foreman's this legendary jazz organist who was okay. like his one of his house guys, and um, he's just this the best, sweetest guy, blind guy, just rips it, and you can hear it on the trailer. Those are all those licks. Are oh, okay, live. awesome. The the music's live in the in the sh- at the special and he was there all night awesome. playing in between before and then in between we did two shows and then he played the rest of the night and we got you know we you know we ate and drank all the way into the night it was one I was going to say how did you celebrate that how did you end the night I mean we I got it uh well if you're comedy fans uh you probably have heard of professor pizza by now okay um he's like a chicago guy that's like he does comedy and loves comedy and he makes fucking artwork pizza like just baller beautiful pizza he finally has a sh- he's got a shop now but he was just like doing it like pop-ups and stuff you know uh-huh. which is kind of the new move sure but like you know now he's he just is selling so much product and people like love his what he does so much that he's got a spot now in chicago and he catered it and then professor the bar, pizza the bar just stayed open and everybody stayed you know and we ate and drank and i you know that was just the best night ever. I bet. Yeah. I so, bet. Um, and it 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 was because the crowds were incredible, and the 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 staff was incredible at the Green Mill, and um, you know the producer from all things uh, that they had sent was just the best guy, Cameron Fife, and then my buddy who who shot it, uh, Hunter Connors Herm, is uh, actually a buddy of mine from Madison, shot this thing and just knocked it out of the park. Him and his his uh, DP Jack Wally, like they just absolutely crushed it and uh you know like i said i hope people like it that's awesome it sure as hell looks good yeah <laughs> i'm excited to see it very Thanks. excited to see it so you mentioned you've been mentioned bill burr you still open for him correct whenever he'll have me yeah i mean he's he's got a bunch of people he uses and i've opened for him for long enough you know i think 
Yeah, Erica Rhodes was here recently. She was going to do a show with yeah, me. Yeah, I worked with Erica, and we both opened for Bill in uh, Vegas at the Park MGM. Oh, you you did that one, too? With Erica, Within yeah. the last month yeah, or so. That no was kidding. Like three weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it was great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fun. What order did, who, is it just the two of you and Bill Burr? Just me. It was, both shows were, I went first, then Erica, then Bill. Interesting. Yeah. She had never worked with them before, so yeah. she was like, you know, obviously excited. That was a super sweet gig to get. I and I'm, she's ridiculous. So I don't want to have to follow her. <laughs> and I was just like, let's, you know. But also at the same time, like there are when you do those big shows, like, um, it's a it was a fifty five hundred seat theater at Park MGM. Okay. So like, and people got to put their phones in bags. So they're still kind of wandering in. And I was like, you know. That's never fun to deal with. Like if you if you you know pe- you basically people see like ha- the first person on stage, they're usually ready, but like they're still getting drinks, they're settling to their seats. You know, you kind of want to like just mm. like just go in there and not you know and and um um you know just I have was, them be ready before you're ready. Have right? them be ready before you're yeah right yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But huh. I mean it's but you still gotta like th- there's just. You know, it's the, the inevitability of the beginning of a show. Like yeah. people gotta. So I went up first and just kind of meandered for a little bit and told them to get their butts in their seats and then, <laughs> and then you know Erica ripped it and then you opened for him here locally too, right? Uh, did Target Center? Target Center. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Um, when was that? October. It was within the last year, and I had yeah. some really big event that uh, got me to not go, and I really wanted to go. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what. I had to work somewhere at some other event or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, that was that was a really fun show. I bet. Yeah. Minneapolis. I mean, I just love this town, dude. I love town. I like I like Minnesota. It's, it's, it's a, as far as states go, it's a pretty smart state. You have the joke about uh, which states uh, have and have not legalized pot. You know, it just happened here. It's not like we can't go outside and legally smoke right now, but in a few weeks we'll be able to. Recreational? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota's so, long overdue for so that. It's, so if that isn't of interest to you to get yeah. you to move here, yeah, 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 <laughs> it's a selling point. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's just like my buddy who lives in Florida uh, actually told me in the last week. I'm now he's thinking. I said you should come up and open dis- a dispensary. He's always trying to get another like way to make money, mm-hmm. and he actually said I'm thinking about it. Is he from here? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, and so I've been trying to get him move back for 20 years. And it would be crazy if pot is the thing that gets him to move back. Yeah. I, th- I think it might actually happen. I mean, it's a long I, I time know. coming, dude. I get it, you know? I mean, it's in, it's kind of emblematic of, you know, whether or not a state is still going to believe the sta- same ghost stories that we've been telling ourselves for the better half of a century. That's for right? Sure. Or not. Wisconsin's going to be last. I think so. And Wisconsin used to be a really smart state. And then... You know, they tried to bust the teachers' union, and people thought that was a good idea. And now they still let the Tavern League keep pot illegal, which I'm all about a nice tavern. I will happily enjoy your supper club, fellas. Yes. But let's stop with the ghost stories and shit. (laughs) You're losing – people are – I mean, millions of dollars a fiscal quarter are driving over the border to Illinois. Oh, God, yeah. And even – does Iowa have legal – I don't think so. That's going to be. I mean, that's really going to be. They have be. gambling, though. They have gambling. Now Minnesota. So it's going to be Minnesota and Illinois just 
eating our lunch. People are asking me, like, are you excited? Things are it's going to be legalized in Minnesota. I'm like, well, I live in Wisconsin, so it's going to be like at the airport where you have to like put it in that bin before you cross the bridge back to get home. <laughs> if you throw pot out your window into the river, <laughs> like a total narc, I don't know you. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm just like circling next to the border. I can't. I'm not. They, this is not allowed. I am following the rules. I follow the rules. <laughs> I also spend $1,600 a month on sativa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Fucking <laughs> oh, hilarious. So uh, the other day I'm pulling up, uh, pulling up somewhere, and I have like my phone sitting up in the dashboard. But Following the rules, not mm-hmm. in my hands, mm-hmm. and I get a push notification. This isn't the one about Nate Craig's special about to come out. This is about this is a news thing, and it says um, I, I don't know here. It said uh, 19 year whatever, 19 year veteran Carmelo Anthony, and that's all I see in the headline. I'm oh. like, oh yeah, Carmelo Car- Carmelo Anthony died. He died. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. No, he, they were just announcing his retirement. Yeah, yeah. But, but you the would, push notification yeah, left that off. Like, yeah, it made it look like he was dead because because I get what you're saying. He hasn't been in the league in five years. Yeah. Like, I don't remember Carmelo Anthony suiting up. I don't remember him playing. I don't remember him retiring. I don't remember him retiring. But I don't remember him not retiring. It's so funny. He did play for so many teams yeah. that, like, <laughs> so he could he, he could also – have shown up on a roster in the playoffs. Like, he could be a Nugget right now. Like, Oh, absolutely. Oh, the Nuggets have Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, he's fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've had him all year. He plays like been? nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, everybody, uh, yeah, he didn't die. He did not die. No, <laughs> did. Even though for five seconds on Monday morning, I thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. I was like, Jesus, you guys. So, I don't know if, you, uh, if you'll remember this, but... It, uh, like we said, it's the exact same week that you're here. It's leading up to Memorial Week. And in my daughter's high school, it's Spirit Week, just like it was last year. And I brought this up last year. We talked about how each day has a special uh, – maybe this will jog your memory. Adam Sandler was one of the days of the week, Spirit Week, where huh. kids at school can dress up as Adam Sandler. And huh. you and I talked about that. You told an Adam Sandler story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's Spirit Week once again at, uh, at my daughter's school. So I'm going to tell you about the things, that, where is it now, that they're doing this week. Ready? So, like, uh, like today was Jersey Day. And last year they had a Jersey Day. I asked you about it. You said you'd wear. Well, maybe, let's see. What would your, what was your answer be now? Maybe it's changed. Oh, uh, what did I say last year? Gary Sheffield Brewer jersey? No. Uh-uh. Uh, I, that would, that's the one jersey I really want is uh, number one uh, Gary Sheffield rookie you wearing the Brewers hat now? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That would be if I had to wear a jersey, though. I mean, I'm always a big Donald Driver guy. Okay, Donald Driver. Yeah. Last year, you said Chris Middleton. Oh, okay, okay. In a like Olympic that. jersey. An Olympic jersey. Olympic jersey. Nice. Does that sound like something you would say? Yeah. Okay. For so. Sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> I used to have a Reggie Miller Olympic USA jersey. Do you like him as an announcer, by the way, Richie Miller? I do. Yeah, I do, too. I do. I do, too. I do, too. So uh, one of the other days that they're doing this week, my daughter told me about this, grout fit. Do you have any idea what that means? Grout fit. I'm assuming you dress up as your favorite shrub. Grout fit. G-R-O-U-T. Fit. Grout fit. Is there a cartoon that I'm not aware of? No, it's really stupid. It's uh, grout as in, like, bathroom grout. So you wear various shades of gray. Huh. That's it. Wow. We're really uh, 
we're really mining the culture for spirits to uh <laughs> that's a, that seems like a that seems like a real stretch yeah <laughs> we're we are uh celebrating various sealants this week at my <laughs> my kid's school yeah uh, tomorrow's well, paste day no i don't know but yeah grout grout day thank god they thank god they ruled out cock day i mean oh, come on oh, no i'm sorry about that uh no don't be because there's cock day well, there could be. It's up to you because one of the other days is, uh, where is it now? Where you're supposed to dress. Oh, yeah. Spring showdown, rhyme without a reason. Do you have any idea what that would be? To dress as rhyme without a reason. You're never going to guess it. It would be like you and I decided to do it together. I dress up as. Um, oh, like lime and thyme? Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes. No. So, like, one of us does cock and the other one does. Uh, <laughs> Rock <laughs> or uh, grout and uh, no, what, what would grout and gr- snout? Yeah, grout and snout. Wow. Yeah. This is. I mean, this is that's very poetic. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That really kind of thinking outside the box. You're teaching kids to kind of buck all convention by doing something <laughs> wild like that. I, I I dig it. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's definitely uh, lunatic behavior. <laughs> but I dig it. For sure. Uh, I'm without reason. Somebody's really having fun up there. I yeah. mean, that is a, a uh, an inmate is running the asylum over there at your kid's school. Mm-hmm. Like that is a that is a creative writing. I came up major. with one. You did? What was yours? Nazi, paparazzi. Oh man, that's a good way to get your your best friend kicked out of school. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. No, uh, and then <laughs> tomorrow. Barbecue dad versus soccer mom. So you you choose which one. So everybody just wears their regular clothes? Yeah. Well, okay. I think that it, because it's 2023 and we have so many, you know, trans is very, you know, uh, controversial right now. Mm-hmm. Every boy ought to be dressing up as soccer mom and every mom or every girl ought to be dressing up as barbecue, barbecue dad, dad. If yeah. they're going to do it right in 2023, yeah, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. yeah there should be no adherence to the gender binary. No, n- none at all. Soccer mom, barbecue dad universe. Mar- yeah. Cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, oh, I'll tell you one more here. Uh, dress as your younger self. Can you can you picture something for you as dress as your younger self? Has oh, my God. Because I look at myself some days and I'm like, oh, it's embarrassing to think that I dressed like this when I was 20, when I was 16. Right. I'm nowhere I mean, near that anymore. Yeah. I mean, all the way into my mid-20s, I wore gigantic garments. Oh, that's true. I was wearing like XL button-down shirts. I, I like some of them. Are, I mean, they're all out of my closet now. But like up until a couple years ago, I'd have like a couple like my favorite shit. That I'm just like, I just can't wear that anymore. And I'd be like, Why can't I wear that? And I'd have to relearn that lesson every couple years. <laughs> You're right. We all wore XLs. And I in would, the '90s, we all wore all, XL. All of them. And I, like just swimming in clothes. I didn't feel like I had, you know, that my pants were too big at the time. No, they were way too big. <laughs> God, they were so fucking massive. Nowadays, they would it would look like I was doing an impression of somebody at bon, at like Bonnaroo in 1999. Yes, if I wore the Gap's khakis, gray Gap khakis, and whatever fucking button down Eddie Bauer shirt yes. that I had, it would look like I was shopping at Hot Topic now. <laughs> Hot Topic. My references are 20 years old. Hot Topic still exists. It does. Okay, good. I've waited outside a Hot Topic in the last year for my daughter to come out. So oh, my yeah. 16-year-old daughter. 
Nazi or paparazzi? <laughs> still, uh, <laughs> still popular with the teens. Still absolutely popular with the teens. Speaking of Erica Rhodes, dude, I love that on this podcast when you asked her if she cared that or she knew if that her blue check mark went away, and then if she cared, and she was just like, it was such an aw- perfect yeah. honest answer. She was just I, like, I care zero, and also. <laughs> she was like, let me check. Yeah, my life hasn't changed whatsoever. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. It was so great that she yeah. that I got to break that to her, that yeah. she didn't already have. Like, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. her completely honest reaction to that. She had, did not know that that stupid thing was happening at yeah. the time. Did you, well, did you things. hear about, I mean, what's happening with Twitter? That was a fun story that I just heard briefly on the radio, and I would hear, you know, driving for 13 hours at a time. I, like I told you, I drove from Denver here. Oh, and yes. And before that, I was, I mean, I started in L.A., but, like, you hear the same news stories, you know, for the cycle, you hear them fucking 15 times. There was one that I only heard once, and it was that there was um, a false report of an explosion at the Pentagon. Did you not even hear about that? Yeah, I think they stopped, and what 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 happened, I think they buried that, but I heard it on, I mean, I was, you're, I was driving through, you know, mountain states, so I'm, I mean, it's all Fox News, it's all christian radio so it's the most conservative radio stations that you can possibly have um i didn't hear it on npr i didn't hear it anywhere but like the the news story was the reason i picked up uh momentum and got and made it into any kind of national news was because there's a bloomberg news impersonator site now on twitter with a check mark so it went viral (laughs) Because people can't differentiate. People can't differentiate. Love it. If a blue check is is posting, that used to be useful. Yeah. It made Twitter the kind of the utility that they're that got it to the value that Elon Musk pay, and then he just, he basically chopped his dick off. At one point, it was the best place to get news. Right. Absolutely. It was the easiest way to surf the net. Yeah. The fastest period. and easiest. Yep. And now it's like, okay, well, we have <laughs> a f- we have an a Bloomberg imposter feed convincing half the world that there was a, an explosion at the Pentagon. Hilarious. Like a fake picture with like smoke at the Pentagon and shit. No, it, I haven't it, heard shit about it since. No, that but, had to be what happened. Yeah. It could easily happen more and more. Did you see this article about, uh, was it the LA Times or something? They j- it just came out yesterday. It was uh, about how Elon Musk clearly wants to be a comedian. He wants to be funny. But because of all the memes and shit and all yeah. these like corny things he puts out on Twitter. Yeah. And they interviewed like eight different comedians to comment uh-huh. on his posts. It's really funny. Yeah. Or he killed Martin and Andy Kindler just like just fucking tearing him. him apart. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. Like, you know, the guy has so much, m- so much money, unfathomable amount of money. Yet you can't buy a sense of humor. You can't. You can't. You can't buy yourself funny. No, no. He was brutal on on Mar. I watched. Oh, I watched that too. Yeah, that might be the last time I watched Real Time with Bill Maher. That was a real low point. I thought that interview was like absolutely cringe worthy. That was bad, dude. He said he must have said woke mind virus like three or four times. Yeah. I had never heard that phrase before, and I watched yeah. that and then Googled it, and I thought I was interested in, like, what? No, I wasn't. It's, uh, Turns it's, out I'm not. Oh, no. it's No, I mean, just, just what woke has become is is just what somebody says when they don't want to be articulate. Like, it's, 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 and it's, and he was parroting this kind of, you know, right-wing fringe media buzz phrase on his show, of all places, yeah. uh, and it, to Elon Musk. And while sucking his dick off, <laughs> yeah. it's really a bad interview. While yeah. you want to see Bill Maher at his worst, that interview with Elon Musk was 
just fucking chicken shit <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the show, even despite, you know, all the criticism of the show, because I think that, or I, you know, I used to be a big fan of the show. The show, there's he'll have senators on, mm-hmm. and he'll have, I mean, he'll have Elon Musk on. I have all the opportunities to, like, you know, talk to somebody that's essentially I- impacting society in a way that's, at the very least, fascinating. And you're going to fucking just suck his dick off and th- throw woke mind virus in his lap? And, like, it's, it was very strange. One of the things I learned about him this morning was that, like, the... Tesla S and Tesla blah, blah, like all the names, if you take the last letters, it spells like sexy or something like that. And that may have been planned by this fucking guy. Yeah. Is that I the mean, strangest thing? Yeah. I, like he's, yeah, he's, he's made out of corn. That guy. <laughs> yeah. I'd That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he, he's definitely stunted. He may be very smart in some areas of his brain, mm-hmm. but uh, when it comes to the personality department, he is stunted. Yeah, and um, I don't, I don't know why he's trying to force himself into the spotlight like that. You know, people who that was that's what really makes me question like how um, smart he, he actually is, or how responsible for like some of these kind of innovative technologies that he champions. He may be how responsible for those he may be because why you know people who do things traditionally they just did things they didn't need to be in this they didn't need to be seen like this yeah he's very he's very front man he's got like he wants this front man energy so bad like he's willing to just like be himself out in the open (laughs) (laughs) in a way that nobody with any self-awareness would ever do he should know or, better or somebody that that spends as much time working as he claims to do would have time to do right to kind of curate this like public persona that's so unlikable people <laughs> who do things know when they do things effectively so if he really does do things effectively then he knows when he's being unsuccessful and this is so unsuccessful <laughs> yeah that it makes me question the other things that he claims to do successfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does make sense. It absolutely makes sense. Uh, we should put a bow on this thing. Let's see. Um, people need to come see you this weekend at Fuck Acme. Yeah, they do. Obviously, they need to keep an eye out for the special that will be on YouTube. Just subscribe to you. Subscribe to All Things Comedy. You can also subscribe to me, Nate Craig, on YouTube. Um, again. Thank you to All Things Comedy. Thank you to The Green Mill. I can't wait. I hope you like it. I hope you watch it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, merch this weekend. Any, any merch? Any Nate Craig merch people can leave with? I'm always selling my albums. I was I never sold T-shirts. I, I, um, I never came up with a T-shirt that I wanted to get made. So, um, But, I mean, if you want to support me. <laughs> uh, that actually was a huge mess. That whole, I mean, that whole 800-pound bullshit. They fucking got everybody taken off Spotify because word collections beat them to the lawsuit that they were able to join later. Sure. And um, so I recently just got put back on Spotify. So you can find me on Spotify. You there can you find me. I mean, you can always find me on Apple Music. If you want to buy something, pick up an album. I got three of them. Perfect. Four of them soon. We'll just say four. Uh, preferred customer. Um, 
Eggshell, Infinity, and of course, Top Gun 3. <laughs> Unofficially. Live at the Green Mill, coming out soon. May 30th on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel, and the album will be out. we got to give an exclusivity to uh, Sirius XM, but after that, it'll be available. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast, the show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.